Welcome, I'm Amy Kelly, also known as the Ish Girl. What's an Ish Girl? She's someone who has humorous grace with herself after discovering she's messed up or flaked out again. Something that comes in handy if you're working with or raising middle schoolers. A former middle school teacher and mom to two teens of my own, I know the hair pulling, heart filling, crazy making, and joy filled experiences that come with teens. I created the In the Middle of It podcast for teachers and parents just like you who want to support and impact the teens in your life. Each week, I'll be sharing stories and strategies to encourage and equip you so that you can truly become the grown up your teens remember, a meaningful mentor who helped them find their way. Hey there, friend. I am so glad that you're with me today. It really is a privilege to hang out with you and to share your time. And this week, I am going to be diving into something that, to be very honest with you, makes me a little uncomfortable. It taps into a place in me that I am not super proud of, and it's one where I second guess myself a lot with my own teens, but probably not in the way that you would think. So first, I'm going to ask you a question. Can you relate to any of these feelings? Finding yourself being short with your teens, yelling at your students or kids, withdrawing from them, using sarcasm when you're annoyed with a behavior in a way that's shaming. So today we're talking about how anger can take on many different forms, affect your relationships with your middle schoolers, and what you can do about it. So when I say anger, what do you think of? Maybe you think of someone yelling or losing their temper. Maybe it's a loud voice, but anger can take on many different forms and not realizing that can set us back a bit. So let's start at the beginning. What actually is anger? So the Merriam-Webster Dictionary Online describes anger as a strong feeling of displeasure and usually of antagonism, also as rage. So for a deeper definition, I looked at psychology today and their definition is the following. Anger is one of the basic human emotions as elemental as happiness, sadness, anxiety, or disgust. And these emotions are tied to basic survival and were honed over the course of human history. Also, anger is related to the fight, flight, or freeze response of the sympathetic nervous system, and it prepares humans to fight. And it also says that one model of anger put forth by a psychologist named Jerry Deffenbacher posits that anger results from a combination of a trigger event, the qualities of the individual, and the individual's appraisal of the situation. Okay, having defined it, I think that it's also helpful now to point out that anger itself is not bad. The thing is, so many of us have not learned to manage our anger constructively, and that is where the problem lies. This is something I talk about in episode 41 of the podcast. You can find it at theishgirl.com forward slash EP41. It's also in today's show notes. And it's an episode where I talk about managing when you've hit the fight, flight, or freeze state, which is often where our anger comes into play. And anger is just an emotion. And often it is a secondary emotion, meaning that it is masking something else like pain or sadness or shame. And it's what we do with this anger that really matters. Now, 
when anger turns inward, it turns into things like shame and low self-esteem and depression. You're still angry, but by not expressing it outwardly, it can become self-damaging and lead to self-destructive behavior. Things like overeating or alcohol abuse or other addictions. In the context of teaching and parenting your middle schoolers, let's take a look at what anger might look like. So if you express your anger outwardly, you may find yourself yelling at your teens when you're frustrated with them. If you tend to repress your anger, you may find yourself withdrawing from teens when they anger you. Either way, it's not only unhealthy for you, but it's also going to have a negative impact on your teens. And if you're not sure which one is your knee-jerk response, just ask your teens. They most certainly can tell you. This episode is sponsored by the Meaningful Mentor Book Database subscription. As a former middle school teacher and parent of two, I know it is not easy to forge connection with teens. But I've discovered a simple secret. Books. They can be a powerful catalyst for building relationships with your teens. That is where I have you covered, my friend. I've created the Meaningful Mentor book database to help you open the door to meaningful conversations. Want to know more? Head to theishgirl.com to discover all the details of this one-of-a-kind subscription. As I was saying before, this is something that's super uncomfortable for me because I think I felt like if I was a mom that did not yell, that that would be a super healthy way to raise my kids. But what I found is that I tend to lean the withdrawing way. And so my struggle with this is when I'm angry to be able to lean in and talk to my teens about it in a calm way that is productive. So just to share with you, I know for sure that this withdrawing thing is my way of of coping with anger because I can very vividly remember a point where um, my kids were both middle school aged and we were driving home from somewhere and I was so angry with them and I found myself yelling at them, which is something that I really don't do with them. So they started laughing. Like I was seriously angry with them and yelling at them and they were laughing because they thought that I was joking because I don't really ever yell at them. So it was not very effective, but it really hit home with me then that, you know, maybe it's good that I don't yell, but I also think it was not good that I did not lean in and and work through the anger with them on all occasions. That's something that I'm working through now is being able to to use my voice when I'm angry without raising it, but also without shutting down. Okay, so what do you do with this? And again, I turn to self-awareness. That is the first step. You've identified your emotion, and now it's time to find constructive ways to manage it for your benefit and for the benefit of those around you. And that's kind of the process I was just talking about that I've had to make is, okay, it's it's not helpful to yell, it's not helpful to shut down. How can I manage this emotion and this feeling in order to benefit my kids and also myself? And I think too here, um, what I wanna share is that we cannot allow shame 
to keep us from making the changes that are going to help us and help those around us, right? I think for me, it would have been so easy to slip into feeling ashamed of, hey, I thought I was doing the right thing here by not yelling, but I've messed it up anyway. And and believe me, I did have those thoughts initially, but I made sure to kind of capture them and flip them because I want to be able to move forward and to grow and to get closer to being healthy with my teens and with the people around me. Okay, so make sure you're not allowing shame to keep you from making the changes. And the way that you do that is you process it, you look at things and you have awareness with them and you let go of that shame. And you just get really curious about what this looks like for you. So one of those ways that you might be curious is by asking yourself, what triggers your anger? Whether you're in the classroom or at home with your teens, what triggers your anger? And just make a note of those things. Jot them down either in your phone or in a notebook. And that way it will help you be aware when you're in that trigger situation again. And I encourage you to learn and grow in this. Do research on anger, whether it's a quick Google search or a self-improvement book that you found. You know, if you're really ready to invest time and significant effort, you can take a class. But just know that knowledge is power. And once you have the knowledge, then you can translate that into action. Anger is an emotion. It's not bad. It's what we do with it that makes a difference. Be willing to take this journey of self-awareness, not only for you, but for your students. Okay, friends, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope this has been helpful. I know for me, being self-reflective about my anger, again, is not always comfortable, but I know that leaning into that and working to make changes is what's going to help me show up as the best version of myself for my teens. So from a niche girl who is so excited that it is May and all of those books that I talked about in episode 115 are being published this month and I get to read them. I am so grateful to be in the middle of it together. (laughs) 